Hi, and welcome to F&I Talk Outside the Box from EFG Companies. I'm Steve Ronau, the VP of Training and Compliance with EFG Companies. And I'm Jason Hash. I'm also a trainer with EFG Companies. This week, we're going to be discussing a growing issue in the dealership. That is uh, out-of-state selling practices or outside of the dealership selling processes. You know, with the rise of the internet, more and more people, just about all of them today, are getting information online. And more and more people are trying to do more of the transactions online. We see competition like Carvana, who let people go the entire way through the process to uh, dealerships now really posting F&I uh, products and F&I things online as well. So it's coming. The transitions are getting there. So some of the dealerships today are actually dipping their toes in the sand and starting to deliver vehicles outside the dealership. Jason, with your dealerships, what kind of uh, issues have this uh, been causing? Steve, I actually have seen this. A lot of the dealers that I do business with on a regular basis, we've seen a rise in quite a few customers that want to buy a vehicle and never come to the store, especially deliver the vehicle, sign the documents. All the dealerships that have actually been stung have most recently have been due to uh, ID theft or, or fraud. Okay, so we got customers who are trying to have their vehicles delivered out of state. Uh, that's with the paperwork and the vehicle itself. What, what are some of the potential problems that occur? That's a good question, Steve. One is just the fact that there's not a warm body in front of you. I can't take the driver's license and verify it with how you look. So there's a little bit of information missing as far as verifying what you look like. Yeah, it's a lot easier to verify, you know, whether it looks like a real driver's license, feels like a real driver's when it's in your hand. Sure. You know, looking at a, something online, a copy, it's a lot more difficult. So I, I can certainly see I'm a lot more confident holding a driver's license. Another one is the collection of the data. So, you know, we have to collect a lot of information with bureaus and credit applications. So having some kind of secure site that they can collect the data and, as far as collecting data, you know, certainly want to encourage our dealerships to use secure websites and the collection of all data. Don't do anything over the phone or by fax or anything like that. So hopefully they're starting off with a secure website uh, that'll collect the data up front. But then again, we still have issues as far as identifying that person, you know, uh, that we're dealing business with. So have you dealt with any customer, any dealers themselves that have lost assets or lost um, uh, vehicles due to this practice? Actually, we have, Steve. We have, and uh, it seems like the couple times we've seen it, it may be a group of people that once they find out that one of the dealerships is maybe a little weak or they, they can get you know something by them, then they come out and hit them as a whole. So you really have to be uh, on point and look out for that. Okay, so the dealership processes that we have currently working inside the dealership really aren't, aren't going to apply uh, as effectively outside, doing business outside the dealership walls, right? Right. So, in addition to our current processes, what, would, what are some of the suggestions that we're going to need to do? Well, some of the suggestions that we've given to our dealers we do business with, one is actually make sure you get all of the information. Sometimes, like we said before, when you clear the red flags, you still need to identify that and verify it yourself. You know, sometimes we have to do a little bit more than the technology. We have to rely on ourselves to think outside the box. There's been dealers that have lost vehicles because even after they did a red flag and clear, the customer cleared the red flags check and they still lost the vehicles. Okay, yeah, you gotta do the extra bit, especially trying to do business outside the dealership. One of the things I would suggest, if you're trying to do business outside the dealership, is first, ask the customer to come in. You know, you don't get what you don't ask, and sometimes if we just explain to the customer that we'll have everything ready for them, that we will make it quick and easy, sometimes those customers will still 
come in. I've seen um, certainly companies use uh, third parties and change their procedures and so forth. So let's let's talk about some of those. One of the big thing a lot of our dealers have started doing is using somebody to verify the customer when they sign. So it may be a notary that goes to their house or place of business. Uh, I think I've even heard of them maybe fingerprinting the customer as well. Yeah, I've heard several scenarios of that using a third-party notary. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the best practices I had a dealer explain that they're actually telling the customers up front uh, that that's their process, and that sometimes eliminates some people that are trying to get out of the process because they know, hey, you're going to have a notary come to your house and they're going to identify who you are. Sometimes that stops the sale right then and there. Customers don't, you know, the ID theft won't want to go through that. So um, I will tell you at dealerships that use that, um, one of the best practices is you tell the customer up front that that's part of your process. And the customer is willing to go through that, chances are you're in pretty good shape already. Uh, also, in addition to that, I also know some dealerships that just made it their best practice to do all the paperwork up front. In other words, um, yes, they will send paperwork with a notary, have it signed, but they're not going to deliver that vehicle until that paperwork's back and they've got a deal that they know that can be funded. Obviously, once you have a deal that can be funded, the risk is pretty much out, you know, more or less out. Um, but at that point in time, delivery of the asset, delivery of the vehicle is certainly easier done. So those are a couple of the best practices I suggest. Just be, just be aware that the tendencies and policies and practices you have inside need to be tweaked a little bit when dealing uh, outside the dealership. Any last suggestions or final tips that you'd have, Jason? Sure, Steve. You know, the biggest challenge that we see, usually it's just, uh, and I hate to say it this way, but sometimes we're lazy. Sometimes we get, um, you know, set in our ways and we skip a few steps. So don't rely on the technology. Your red flag's clear. We've seen these criminals clear red flags. So what can you look at outside the box and do your job to verify the information. Make sure that person is who they say they are. Thank you, Jason. That's all for today. If you want to get in touch with us to ask a specific question or give us some feedback on a topic, please don't hesitate to email us at uh, trainingservices at efgusa.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to our show. Uh, if you'd like what you heard, please rate us on Google Play or uh, at the iTunes Store. And be sure to subscribe to hear more F&I talk outside the box. For more information on EFG's training services, visit www.efgcompanies.com. An EFG production.